This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Start things off with a look at what's happening in your headlines. This morning, Congressman Randy Weber is lashing out at the Federal Bureau of Prisons following another outbreak of violence that left one prisoner dead on Sunday. Yeah, the congressman not holding back, sending a scathing letter to the head of the Bureau of Prisons saying the especially dire situation at the Federal Correctional Complex in Beaumont remains neglected by the BOP. These deadly altercations between inmates threaten everyone in the room, inmates and correctional officers alike, and heighten already dangerous working conditions. 35-year-old Eric Germain Leday died at a hospital Sunday morning after a fight. Leday had been sentenced to 37 months for receipt of firearms while under felony indictment. He had been at the Beaumont Penitentiary since February of last year. The second inmate involved in the fight treated for minor injuries by the prison staff. Congressman Weber's full statement is available at KFDM.com as well as Fox4Beaumont.com. A new justice of the peace is in office following in the giant footsteps of his father. Justin Chesson took the oath yesterday afternoon in front of a large crowd at the precinct four justice center named after his late father Ray Chesson. Now his dad died of cancer after serving as the JP for many years. Oh, it means the world to me. I was I was it's it's humbling to see all the people that showed up today. I, I, I appreciate each and every one of them for coming out and taking time out of their schedules to come here for sure. Justin Chesson won the Republican primary and took office early because no Democratic ran for the seat. This is the final day for early voting on the May 7th election. Polls are open from 7 a.m. this morning until 7 o'clock tonight in Jefferson, Orange, and Hardin counties. In Bridge City, voters deciding the fate of a bond issue to build a new school and a new technology center. In other cities, school board and council races are on the agenda. In fact, a high-profile race taking place in Port Arthur. There are three challengers to the incumbent mayor who's facing criticism for challengers for issues ranging from the homeless to road conditions. Yeah, we'll hear from the mayor and all of the challengers this week. But this morning, Dax McCoy brings, begins with the political newcomer, Matthews Christian. He's not your standard politician. You won't find Matthews Christian in a traditional suit. Instead, it's cowboy boots and bolo ties. But should voters elect him mayor, Christian promises the same clothing, but a change in how government is operated. I'm not looking for no self-glorification for myself. Oh, look what I did. I'm looking to beautify Port Arthur for everyone. The 62-year-old challenger is a former planning coordinator with Motiva. He says the key to fixing Port Arthur is through better leadership. Talk about rebuilding and beautifying Proctor and downtown. It's all said during election time, but then after the election, nothing is done. Leadership, he says, begins with having a plan. One is to rebuild dilapidated homes affected by Harvey and to build new ones. Some of those houses that are still structurally sound, we can go in and rebuild these houses and we can put families in these houses. Instead of putting them in apartment complexes, let's put them in homes. Despite the city's efforts to expand affordable housing, Christian doesn't believe Port Arthur is focusing on the right part of the city. They're worrying more about the outer city than the inner city. We need to start from within and build out. And just look at each street as you come down. Man, it's, 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 it's horrendous. Christian noticed crime among young people concerns the community. While he admits there is no one factor to blame, he says education and activities are needed to give teens a future 
and some fun. They don't have anything to do. Once they graduate from school, they don't go to college. They don't go to the service. They out there on the streets. While he hasn't served in government, Christian says that gives him an advantage over his opponents because he sees what regular folks see. It's all things that we need to work on. His final message. Port Arthur should be better than what it is. I want to bring us all together because it's going to take us all working together to get it done. Now we'll hear from the other candidates in special reports today through Thursday on Fox 4 News at 530 with Dax McCoy. So right now the thing that's missing it the most is making sure that parents are getting involved in their children's education. Making sure they stand on top of their, their child for his behavior. It's another one of those uh, candidates that's going to be busy. Uh, Mr. Narcisse, he says many programs need to get parents involved. Again, we'll be talking about that. There are a number of different elections going on across southeast Texas. Mr. Narcisse is running for the school board in Port Arthur. Well, finally this morning, uh, you won't be seeing double just dozens of Mansfield ISD seniors who just happen to be twins. After graduation, they're separating and Angela to Yale University and Anthony to the University of Houston. Now other twins like Avery and Keaton Slimick want to stay together attending the University of Texas and will be roommates. Yeah, Mansfield High has 2,600 students in its student body. With twins occurring at about 1 in 250 births, there should really only be about 10 or 11 pairs in a student body this size. Well, instead, there are three times that many, making the class of 2022 twice as easy to remember. I feel like they all should have been born, like, graduating in 2020, so then they could have doubled up that, too. Oh, uh, well, but 2022, you got a lot of twos going that's on true, there. That's true, sure. that's true. I don't know about you guys, but I, we did not have that many sets of twins in my high school class. No. But the ones that we did have uh, were ones that, you know, yeah. everybody knew simply because they, oh, yeah. you know, shared that, yeah. that DNA trait yeah. of being twins. Kind of their staple there at that yeah. point. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, everybody, from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell, and here is a look at your Tuesday forecast. Of course, it's May the 3rd, and like yesterday morning, we've got plenty of cloud cover out there this morning, and that's kept our temperatures up. Lower to middle 70s is what we're going to be looking at for your overnight lows. Now, we are watching a line of showers and thunderstorms moving through the I-20 corridor this morning, and these are pushing towards the southeast could stay together long enough to bring a few showers and thunderstorms to the lakes area. Northern Tyler, Jasper, Newton County could see some showers and thunderstorms late this morning into the afternoon. We'll look for just a 20% coverage of showers in the Triangle. Temperatures, though, today are headed for the middle and upper 80s, anywhere from about 85, 86 up into the lakes down to about 86, 87 in the Triangle. Beaumont at 87, China expected to be 87 this afternoon. Winds today? We'll gust, see some gusts up around 30 miles an hour, but overall uh, averaging out to about 20 through the course of the afternoon. Heading through the rest of the week, looks like we're going to see partly cloudy skies tomorrow, but it is going to be another muggy start, plenty of cloud cover in the morning. Uh, temperatures around 88 for your high on Wednesday. Thursday and Friday, another trough of low pressure swings through, and that's going to bring us a chance for some showers and thunderstorms. 30% Thursday afternoon and evening, 60% overnight Thursday into Friday, and then Friday morning, about a 30% coverage before the clouds and the rain move out of the area. And we actually should be looking at a very nice weekend. Plenty of sunshine is expected for Saturday, Sunday, continuing into early next week. But at the same time, we're going to see our afternoon highs topping out into the lower 90s. 
and with dew points in the 70s, it's going to be pretty sticky out there over the course of the weekend, but at least we will see plenty of sunshine. Of course, our rainfall deficit continues to grow. We'll continue to watch that. And we've got an interesting situation setting up late next week. We'll have to see what pans out, but some of the forecast models indicating could see an area of low pressure uh, that we'll need to watch and see what it does for us. But in the meantime, it looks like it's going to stay high and dry right through the Mother's Day weekend. So recapping your forecast today, looks like we're going to see a 40% coverage of showers and thunderstorms in the lakes, about a 20% coverage in the triangle. Temperatures should top out into the middle and upper 80s with a south wind that averages out to about 20 miles an hour. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. We're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, of course, you can download download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. Track that line of storms in North Texas and watch it move all the way here into Southeast Texas. That's going to do it for your forecast on this Tuesday morning from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.